I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Good morning, everyone. It is Monday, August 21st, 2023, and this is your daily crypto news. My name is Matt Deemer, and I want to get into today's news. Before we get into it, though, please do me a favor. Go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening to this podcast and like, subscribe, share, leave us five stars and leave us a comment. It's the comments that people read. They look at the comments. They go, oh, wow, they said this nice thing about the podcast. Maybe I'll tune in. And then they do. And then I have a new subscriber, and that's more people getting daily crypto news. Let's get into these headlines. North Korea, (laughs) they're making some bank because hackers continue to threaten the broader cryptocurrency ecosystem, and they stole around $2 billion of crypto in the past five years. North Korea has stolen around $200 million in crypto in 2023 alone, which is accounting for about 20% of all stolen funds this year. The North Korean cyber attacks are estimated to be 10 times larger than attacks by other malicious actors. Some cross-chain hacks that they were part of include Axie Infinity's Ronin Bridge, which is around $650 million of crypto stolen. And in 2022 alone, they stole around $800 million. And I'm going to say again, that bridges suck. There's an app called Friend.Tech, and it's built on the Coinbase incubated Ethereum Layer 2 base. And it's been soaring This app tokenizes Twitter accounts on-chain, letting users buy and sell shares of their favorite social media personalities. The app is now up over 67,400 unique users. And really quick, before I continue with the story, a lot of these companies, especially Decrypt, Crypt is like one of the biggest culprits of this. They publish a story and then say, at press time. Like, this is the number at press time. But if you say at press time, from what I understand is because this is when you need to have all your stories turned into the editors or the printers and so they could print out the print copy right or it's a magazine or the daily newspaper so it's at press time they print it it goes out there so of course it might be some fluctuation because by the time you print it get delivered and then somebody picks up the newspaper things could have changed but we keep saying at press time is there really a press time for stories that just get published randomly all during the day like 24 7 
and that are sometimes, and even in a lot of these cases now, are just written by AI. So is it really at press time? And then it's not like you have a newspaper where you just can't go back and edit or you have to go wait till the next day to retract or, you know, correct some information that might have been wrong. You can just go in there and edit it and then put a disclaimer at the bottom and say, hey, this story was edited because of X, Y, or Z. And so I don't know why people keep saying at press time. Is this like some kind of legal thing that they have to do? Anyway, let me know. Bookings at todayonweb3.com. Continuing with the story, the number of daily transactions on base reached a new peak of over 900,000 on August 20th nearly double of Arbitrum and Optimism. So I bet you're wondering about these shares, right? How do you buy shares into your favorite Twitter accounts? Well, it doesn't look like it's that lucrative. For example, popular crypto trader and influencer Kobe's account is currently valued at around 2.04 ETH or about $3,400 with around 145 hodlers. Let me tell you, Kobe's account could go for high sixes or low sevens, I think, if you actually wanted to sell the, the, the account. Um, I don't know if there's actually a buyer for accounts like that, but Look, he's probably making a lot of money off off the Twitter account as it is. This seems fun, but it's not actually giving you a real value of their accounts. Anyway, interesting idea. I might go ahead and play with it myself. Despite hosting a lot of IP of big brands like Hello Kitty and Nickelodeon, the NFT startup Recur said on Friday that its Web3 platform was winding down. After the next several months, Recur's platform will steady lose its core features, said the firm. That includes the ability for users to withdraw NFTs from Recur, cash shell stablecoin balances, and trade collectibles on the Recur-hosted marketplaces. Over 380,000 NFTs were minted through Recur. In late 2021, Recur said it's valued at $333 million after it announced a, a Series A round of around $50 million. And in their seed round, there was a couple notable names that participated in their $5 million seed. That includes Gary Vaynerchuk, Cameron and Tyler Wikovoss, and Consensus co-founder Joe Lubin. My homie Skyler wrote in telling me about this last week. Says, seems like last week I was just telling you about Nifty's shutdown. And now we have another one, Recur. This was the one that had Hello Kitty and Care Bears and was associated and backed by Gary V. And this looked like another VV competitor. VV is the one to beat at this point. They basically have monopolized the Web 2, Web 3 market. Amazon may be the last big possible threat if they ever make it to market. And so Skyler put this on my radar days ago. We're just reporting it now. Thanks, Skyler, for keeping me up to date on all the issues. This next story is very interesting. Um, I think it, I think it's very interesting. Also very telling about the industry. And I have a personal story about this as well at the end. Uh, but a cryptocurrency startup is taking legal action against one of the industry's largest exchanges after falling victim to an apparent scam. Glow Token LLC has filed a lawsuit in Florida court against Crypto.com, accusing the major exchange of breach of contract and claiming it owes it over $250,000 in damages. According to the court documents, Glow Token CEO Brian Lawrence was approached earlier this year by individuals posing as Crypto.com employees about listing Glow's cryptocurrency on the exchange. After months of purported negotiations and document exchanges, Lawrence transferred the funds to an account he believed belonged to Crypto.com. But in March, officials from the real Crypto.com informed Lawrence that he'd been scammed by imposters. Crypto.com said it had no record of listing agreements with Glow Token and, Lauren, and told Lawrence to stop asserting so much. Lawrence, meanwhile, insisted that he was careful to ensure that the deal was legitimate. He said, I conducted my due diligence and directly verified every step with Crypto.com. This included checking the listing link on their website, reviewing all received emails, confirming all of the contact information that was provided, assessing the communication platform required by the listing agent, examining all the actual listing contracts, 
and all the details were verified by multiple representatives from Crypto.com. And so to get his startup token listed on Crypto.com, he sent them, the scammers apparently, allegedly, $250,000 in one Bitcoin worth around $23,000 at the time. Two things stand out to me here. Number one is that how much money these exchanges require from you to list on their platform. Look, they already make money off of trading fees and so on and so forth, but it's a pay-to-play sort of thing. Hey, you want to do this? Give me $250,000. I've heard about this multiple times <laughs> throughout the industry that you need to pay these exchanges. I don't know if Coinbase does it or not, but uh, many exchanges say, hey, if you want to you come on the exchange, you got to cough up the money. And sometimes it's very expensive. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. And then when you get there and you have no liquidity, these exchanges can offer you a liquidity. And you pay them to basically pump fake liquidity through your token. It's a very shady industry, and I understand why regulators such as the CFTC, the SEC, or whoever's looking at exchanges look at it and go, wow, there's probably a lot of manipulation here because, again, pay-to-play, plus you can pay for liquidity. Uh, the second thing is is that these scams are getting very sophisticated. The fact that this person it looks as though, and I don't believe that they would make a lawsuit if they think that they were just totally scammed and they're just completely ignorant about how everything works, but they're making this lawsuit saying, hey, either A... Crypto.com, you got to make sure that these scams aren't there so you can protect your brand and protect the customers that are trying to go to your platform. And second, to understand how detailed that they're getting because you said, because he says that they talked to multiple representatives from Crypto.com. Was it internal that these representatives, these actual representatives of Crypto.com were running their own side hustle? Now, I'm speculating. I'm not accusing Crypto.com of being scammy or anything. This is just me making things up. But it's interesting that this person was really duped to send $250,000 to get listed on Crypto.com and walked away with nothing. I told you I had a story about myself getting scammed. Uh, this was back in Shanghai, and I was actually it was in Wuxi, a city north of Shanghai. And so I was in Shanghai, wanted to go to one of the cities that were outside of Shanghai for a vacation, just you know, a weekend trip. And if you guys know, Shanghai has like 28 million people. So every city around Shanghai or any city in China in general is like walking into Los Angeles. Every city has, you know, millions of people, millions of people. And the big cities are like Beijing, Shanghai, Hong Kong, Shenzhen, you know. So you're talking about 15, 20, 25 million people opposed to 5, 10 million people. Anyway, I want to go away for the weekend. And I don't know if you guys know a brand called Peninsula. Peninsula Hotels, there was one in Shanghai. Very luxury place. And I'm just popping away for the weekend, so I was going to splurge a little bit. And so I was looking at, we see what hotels I could stay at. And I went on the, you know, the China app 
to find your hotels, some kind of like QQ or Alibaba or WeChat app. And I saw the name Peninsula there. So it was a couple hundred bucks a night. And so I booked a place. I was like, hey, I'm going to go down there. So as soon as I pull in, I think that it's a little weird. I was like, okay, this is kind of weird. It looks like more of a boutique hotel, but it's still Peninsula. They had the same logo. They had the same name, the same branding. And I go and check into my room. The room was fine. It was definitely not what I was expecting. It looked like a good three, maybe a okay four-star hotel, not a five-star, not a Peninsula hotel by far, but it's in Wuxi, not Shanghai. I put my bags down. I go for a night on the town, go out to dinner, go to the grocery store, stuff like that. And I come back and there's people in my room. And I'm like knocking on the door and they're saying, go away. And I look at my key. I look at the hallway. I look at like all kinds of different things. Like, am I in the right place? Maybe I'm in the wrong place. I go downstairs. I ask them what room I'm in. And I'm like, okay, that's right. Is this key for that room? Because the key's not working on the door either. And so I go back up and I knock on the door and they're like, go away. And so I go downstairs. And I get the security. I say, this is my room. We confirmed with the desk. And they open the door. In my room, my bags, my luggage, my clothes, my stuff is all in the room. There is two dudes with a hooker in my room on the bed. And so, man, did I make a sting. I was probably government officials that they said they were totally booked. They said, do something or else. <laughs> and they're in the, in the room with this, this girl. And so I make a big stink about it, right? Of course. And they get me a new hotel room and, you know, put me up for a night with vouchers and breakfast and bottles of champagne and stuff like that. Fine. I write this whole letter the next day to the Peninsula. I thought I was going to be in the money. I thought I was going to be uh, getting comped hotel rooms for, like, life because of this. This was absolutely egregious that my stuff was in the room and there's two naked guys and some girl on, on my bed that I just... It's insane. It was insane. I wrote this letter to the Peninsula. They wrote me back the next day and said, yeah, we don't have any peninsulas in Wuxi. Sorry, you got scammed. And uh, sorry that happened to you, but you're SOL. It was absolutely... <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it, it's just... All I'm trying to say is that scams happen to the best of us in one way or the other. And sometimes things look real enough on the surface and you just really kind of gloss over the details because of, I don't know, weird things. And there's probably details in this case, but it's also probably that this was also really legit. And Peninsula didn't help me out. If this is not legit, maybe Crypto.com is not going to help him out. But these are problems. These are issues within the space. Anyway, let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Moving into our crypto prices today, before we get into the crypto prices, I want to talk to you about some token unlocks. And that's from Lido, Avalanche and Yield Guild Games. And basically when I'm talking about unlocks, it means that they're going to increase the supply of the total tokens available in the market. For example, Lido is scheduled to unlock 8.5 million LDO tokens on August 26th, valued at, at around $14.2 million, or roughly around 1% of the supply. Avax, Avalanche's token, is scheduled on Saturday, August 26th, to release around 9.54 million Avax tokens, worth around $102.8 million, accounting for 2.77 of the total circulating supply. And YGG is scheduled to release 12.2 million YGG tokens, or around 2.87 million, totaling around 6.6% of the supply. Currently, 30% of the token supply has been unlocked, but YGG is down around 60% in the last year. The time is 11.43 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Fear of Greed is at 35. We're fearful. Barely. 
I don't know why we're feel fearful, but I think it's just because price and number go down. So everybody's like, ah, but I wouldn't be too fearful because, you know, in my opinion, in my opinion of what I've seen from Bitcoin over the years is that you're basically going sideways, no matter if you're trading at 29,000 and then go down to 27, 26 the next day, and then go maybe 29,000 to 30, 31, you're really not moving much. That's basically the, the sideways channel. You're just going sideways. So even though number did go down, it's not that bad. Bitcoin is sitting at $25,954, down a half percent in 24, 12.2 in seven. That sounds bad, but don't stress until you see maybe $21,000 Bitcoin and then you go, oh, hey, you know what? That doesn't seem good. <laughs> in Ethereum, I'm sitting at $1,659, down 0.7% in 24, or 10.5 in 7. Tellers number three, Binance is at 208, down around 3.7% in 24, or 13.5% in 7. And XRP should be worrying at 51.4 cents at the number five spot at 4.7% down in 24 or 18.5 in seven. Running off the top 10, we have USDC, Cardano, Doge, Solana, and Tron. The total market cap is seen at 1.05 trillion, down a percent in 24. We have a Bitcoin dominance of 48.2 and an ETH dominance of 19.1. And that was our show today. Thank you very much for listening. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade.